Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for TMI's PantherCast podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations, and joining me today is Sherry Lim, Science Department Teacher and Outdoor Education Program Coordinator. Sherry has been teaching at TMI since 2016, and she holds a bachelor's and master's degree from the University of Texas at San Antonio. She not only teaches both middle school and upper school science classes, but has been a powerhouse getting involved in the extracurricular activities in the TMI community, just supporting and teaching our students. So thank you so much for talking with me today, Sherry, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. It's great to be here. So before we jump into everything you're involved in here at TMI, let's take a minute and I want to give the audience a chance to get to know you a little more. So you have a number of different talents that you've been able to share with the TMI community. And in my opinion, you have a passion that is just unmatched by anyone. So you are now, you're starting your third year of teaching at TMI. Yes. So why don't you start by telling me about your path that led you here to our school and did you always see yourself becoming a teacher? I actually did not. I wanted to be a researcher when I was in college at UT. Um, I actually was a president of a research group there, and we were rather large. And we partnered up with an organization called UTeach. Um, And so they put me in a classroom, and their purpose was to get science students, you know, as their majors and researching out into the classroom so they could teach underprivileged schools. Uh, They made their own lessons, their science lessons, and it was really fun. The first time I stepped into a classroom, I absolutely fell in love. Um, I absolutely loved talking in front of students, and the students Mm -hmm. seemed very interested, and I brought my baking passion, which I still had back then, Mm -hmm. into the classroom. We baked cookies, and we did the whole, like, too much baking soda, too much salt experiments, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when I fell in love. I um, have taught abroad, and uh, I actually came back to San Antonio, which is my hometown. Mm -hmm. Where were you before coming to San Antonio? I was in Korea, Mm -hmm. um, and I actually took culinary school abroad. while I was teaching at the same time and I got back to San Antonio and I was offered a position at the JW Marriott where Mm -hmm. I stayed for a couple years and it was it was phenomenal Um, and I got to learn so many new skills but after a while I got tired and bored Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so I did my master's at UTSA for uh, within a year Mm -hmm. and at that time I heard that uh, TMI was hiring and I applied, and um, as soon as I heard Chicken's Garden, I was <laughs> like, I got a teacher. <laughs> You've been able to bring all your passions here to TMI. Yes, thank thank goodness. It's It's been so awesome how much TMI has uh, let me, uh, uh, you know, teach my passion. So Yeah, that's been yeah. wonderful. What a great story. So we kind of just stumbled upon you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we're definitely, we're lucky to have you here. You, you just bring so much passion to everything thank that you. you do. And as I was saying, you do a lot here at the school. So from teaching science to raising baby chickens, as you <laughs> said, uh, to field trips and making delicious baked goods, um, I'm, I'm always amazed at the number of things that you do here and just the way that you're able to bring life to this, this campus in so many different ways. So let's start first by talking about the outdoor education program. So why don't you start by kind of telling me what that is and talk about the academic component of the program and how it fits into the curriculum and what you teach. Sure. Seventh graders um, do start with the garden um, in 
their life science class, which I teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12th graders also that I have that take AP Environmental are also working out there in the garden. Um, and I'll start with the seventh graders. Mm-hmm. The seventh graders concentrate on you know taking care of the chickens, and that really like inc- is incorporated with our life, life science class mm-hmm. um, because they get to grow them, they get to see their entire mm-hmm. life cycle. Uh, we do incubate the chickens inside of the classroom so they can actually see the stages of wow. the uh, you know of the chick growing inside the egg. How many do we have? How many chickens? Currently, we have 22 chickens, mm-hmm. um, and but most of those are silkies, which are which are our small little chickens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're they're really cute, they're really cute. And uh, the twelfth graders, um, they'll actually start in the garden by uh, doing soil samples and making sure that we, you know, well they'll actually do water testing on our uh, water out there. Uh, we do have two small ponds right now. They'll do water testing on that, and um, they try to solve the problems. Mm-hmm. Um, in the garden. For example, we have a huge flooding problem in the garden. And so they're trying to uh, come up with ways in which mm-hmm. we can prevent the flooding. Mm-hmm. Um, Does that happen just after it rains, a big rainstorm? Yes, just after mm-hmm. it rains. And so we get a ton of water and it stands and um, it does flood the chicken coop occasionally. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to figure out uh, ways that we can alleviate all that rain from coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, they do start their composting um, also as well in AP Environmental Sciences. And so we do a huge food waste program here where we collect our cafeteria food prep materials mm-hmm. um, that we're going to be thrown away in trash and go to landfills. And then we take them um, either in our cars or we carry them over mm-hmm. into the garden and we will compost that either with uh, earthworms or with our tumblers. And so um, the AP Environmental students are in charge of that. Um, the way that the whole school is involved is uh, they can come out and help during the weekends, mm-hmm. um, you know, during our digging days. Uh, actually, any day, uh, I never say no to help. <laughs> You're pretty much always in the garden. Yes, I'm always in the garden. You're not it's, in the classroom. You're it's my second garden. home or my third home, right? Because the classroom's my first home. <laughs> right. Um, and so, uh, so with after school volunteering, uh, we usually have you know all sorts of students coming out and mm-hmm. even parents. Um, and you do every Friday from four to six, correct? Yes, every Friday uh, after school. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll be. So everyone, everyone can come to that. Yes, I encourage everyone to come out and help, and you can get service hours, uh, get them done early in the year, so you're not asking mm-hmm. for them. <laughs> now, what kind of things do you actually grow in the garden? The seventh graders pretty much deal with growing the produce out there. What do they grow and how does that work? So um, we will grow a fall garden and a spring garden Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes a summer garden. We did start a summer garden and uh, usually, for example, in the summertime, we'll do, you know, the watermelons, the summer squash. Mm -hmm. We'll do, we have every kind of herb. We even have chocolate mint out there um, and sage, uh, Swiss chard. We have, we have a variety of things. We have a wildflower garden as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever uh, Sage is wanting some herbs, we will deliver herbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times they can't use it because maybe it's too spicy. We do have a lot of peppers out there, and oh. um, um, and I, I'm sure a lot of students here just love spice, you know, mm-hmm. in their foods. <laughs> but when you're cooking for a whole group. <laughs> right, right. Um, and most of the time, whenever we do have a harvest, uh, it's not enough to feed the school. We want to get to that point eventually. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the students will, will share it among the students. And um, and Sage will usually incorporate that into their recipes, won't they? Once yes. you do the big harvest, you yes. can bring that in. And, yes. And the students will actually get to eat the food they've grown. Yes, yes, absolutely. We're hoping for that very soon. And are you able to work the garden? Is that part of the curriculum as well with your middle school classes? Yes, 
Mm-hmm. Yes, they will uh, grow things from seeds. We'll learn uh, the seed parts in my class, and we'll start them. Uh, germination is also one of mm-hmm. huge vocabulary words, and we mm-hmm. will start that in the classroom, and we'll bring it out to the garden. We'll plant everything. And so, um, yeah, it's a huge, huge part of seventh grade. <laughs> and it's not just a garden. So we have the garden. We mentioned chickens that you raised. We also have some goats out there, right? Yes, we have some um, temporary goats, but mm-hmm. uh, we found out that one of the goats is pregnant. And uh, if she's, uh, you know, going to have her children in the garden, then we mm-hmm. will uh, uh, ask to keep those baby goats, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now tell me about walking the goats, because I was leaving campus the other day, and I saw uh, Dr. Matt Blake, the head of the upper school, and he had a goat on a leash, I believe, and um, he was walking them around campus. So we actually had our goats escape through a small little oh. hole in the fence, <laughs> and uh, Dr. Blake was kind enough. I think his son found them, uh, <laughs> and um, they grabbed a piece of string, and uh, they kindly walked them or ran them back <laughs> to the garden. Um, and we try to look for holes, and mm-hmm. we try to patch them, and the goats escaped again. I think two or three times after that they escaped. Oh, no. And so that was always fun. Um, uh-huh. Getting phone calls on my cell phone was uh, was fun. Uh, Slam <laughs> your your goats escaped. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, well, what do the students love most about being outside and being in the garden? I would say most definitely the chickens and the goats. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have some pond fish out there as well. They love, love just being with them, petting them. Um, the chickens are so friendly that they climb on top of the students. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the goats, you know, they just want to be, to be pet. And so it's definitely going to be, um, you know, being with the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would hope maybe one or two students uh, just like being out there because they like being with me um, or, yes. <laughs> you know, just love gardening. I, I think I know for a fact they love being with you because when convocation day came and everyone was going through the line, I think every student who has had you gave you the biggest hug Aww. and was so excited to see you. So. I love being with them. So it's always, it's always a pleasure being with them. Yeah. It is. Well, what do you love most about the garden and the chickens and the goats? Um, I would say most definitely uh, I have the opportunity here at TMI to work with students outside. Um, I love seeing students learn outside and being able to use this space um, is is just awesome. You know, mm-hmm. other schools, not n- other schools, it's been, you know, everything's inside and this yeah. school allows, you know, for everybody to use the outdoors education. Uh, you know, we have a deck out there and it's under you know, beautiful live oak trees. Um, you know, that opportunity is just uh, nowhere else, you know, nowhere else. And yeah. so I love seeing that. Um, I just love being with animals. Mm-hmm. I love being with animals. And I always have been. Um, I was o- always the one, the child in my mm-hmm. family bringing in, you know, the insects and the cats and the worms and whatever I can find outside. And so I've, I've always had that passion of, uh, you know, loving any animal, really. Mm-hmm. I love snakes, too. <laughs> Spiders? Are you a fan of spiders? spiders? I love spiders. I'll just pick them up, and, <laughs> unless I know they're venomous. But there's only three types of venomous uh, spiders in Texas, so it's nothing to worry about. I didn't know that. I thought every spider was <laughs> no. out to get me. <laughs> Thank goodness, no. <laughs> so you guys did a lot of work over the summer in the garden, and you've been doing, I'd say probably over the last year, you've done some really big projects yes, out there. Yes. Talk about 
kind of some of those big projects and what you did this summer and who was able to come out to help? So uh, almost every Wednesday, we had a Wednesday work day, mm -hmm. and we had students and parents come out and where we just worked all day. Um, we concentrated on our um, water conservation project, which is we collected a ton of cardboard boxes, mm -hmm. and we peel off the tape and um, the... Uh, the barcodes on them, and we layer those in the in our pasture area, mm -hmm. and then we put put a layer of organics on top of them, whether it be mulch or leaves. Mm -hmm. And we're doing layers and layers to introduce more organics into the garden, so that uh, whenever it rains, all that water just uh, is absorbed by the ground instead of. Uh, eroding the ground mm -hmm. and so that's a huge summer project lots of cardboard has been <laughs> used lots do you and lots. still need cardboard we always we always <laughs> need cardboard in the garden and we ask mm -hmm. you know that they drop it off in the garden there is a drop off um, and uh, our facilities has been so awesome they have been collecting leaves for us and they drop it off for us we always have oh, a, an abundant amount of leaves um, and so that's been great that's been one of our huge projects we also have our ongoing composting program which is mm -hmm. um, you know taking care of that composting and turning it mm -hmm. um, and those bins you guys just created those this last year right yes. those are new yes those are all filled mm -hmm. and they were ready to uh, you know be dispersed into our garden we made wonderful compost this mm -hmm. summer and we put those out in our garden and so we were working to clean all those this summer as well um, that's a huge program. We did do um, over 12,000 pounds of food waste wow. um, within a year and a half. Wow. Um, and so it's it's just a phenomenal program, yes. And then we also, um, so our uh, our raised garden beds, we we actually completed a, an entire cycle where they did have, uh, you know, our summer harvest and mm -hmm. it was very successful. Mm -hmm. So our raised garden bed project um, has been very successful. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Um, and then, go ahead. Oh, and then uh, future future garden plans uh, for this year. We definitely want to finish our dry river bed, which is uh, going to be trenched out, and and then we're going to put nice mm -hmm. river rocks into the garden. It's going to go through our garden, so whenever it rains, it'll actually look like there is a river, but it'll be dry most of the time. <laughs> and then we also want to make a, a large pond in there, oh. so we'll have fish and water lilies, and oh, wow. uh, just bring more biodiversity into the creating garden. a whole new ecosystem down yes, there. Yes, yes, we would love to, love to see this. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, so let's go ahead, kind of switch gears, but not really, because a lot of these projects that you guys have been doing have really been possible because of the Box Tops program yes, yes. that was started. Has it been one year or two years that you've been doing the Box it's Tops? It's been, this is, it'll be a year and a half. Year, year yes, and a half. full year, yes. So yes. tell me a little bit about the Box Tops, because yes. a lot of our families are probably seeing in news and notes yes. the winners and the deadlines. So yes. tell me about that. So box tops, uh, when we came here, or Mrs. Mrs. Karen Evers actually mm -hmm. started the program. She's Her son is an alumni now, yeah. and uh, she started a program, and she noticed that there was no organization that uh, um, collected box tops. So uh, we actually started collecting box tops because we had a little bit of a scare in the garden where, uh, you know, bad weather hit us, mm -hmm. and the chicken coop roof totally collapsed and we need a way to fund a new roof mm -hmm. and so she started the program with um, the outdoors education program and uh, we do a monthly contest where students can collect box tops and the most you can collect those winners um, will actually receive uh, you know a, a Baking, yes. the baking goodies. Yes, baking, baking goodies made by the baking club. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, and they will. 
like this year we actually had um, Chick-fil-A. Um, we have Chick-fil-A gift cards that we give our winners as well. Oh, nice. So we do monthly contests and we do a summer contest as well. And all that money goes towards outdoors education. And this last year you raised $800, yes. right? Yes. And that actually went towards, you'll see a brand new pergola, mm-hmm. which has brought so much shade into the garden. It's what, what we needed. Um, and if you ever step out there, that mm-hmm. is uh, what Box Hubs helped, helped uh build. That's wonderful. Yes. And then this year, the goal is $1,000. Yes, we want to make it 1000 and it's totally possible. Right now, uh, I think Sam's and Walmart have a great box mm-hmm. tops. Uh, what is it? The little with apps their apps. and coupons. Yes, and, with their mm-hmm. apps, yes. Um, you can collect uh, $10, I think, if you use the app. And so uh, we're encouraging parents to do that before their deadline ends. Yep, and it's box tops for education. So you can just go online find that, sign up, register, yes. and then there's an app that you were mentioning, so you can download the app to yes. your phones, and then you get bonuses as well through the app. I yes. think they have a lot of bonus programs. Yes. And so we can go ahead and everyone can help out and yes. raise money there. So two ways y'all can collect is, or ways students can mm-hmm. collect is, um, through actually collecting the physical box tops off cutting of Cutting like, those. Cutting those and mm-hmm. turning those into mm-hmm. Miss Lim, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, collecting them on your app. Good. Well, you mentioned the the sweet treats, which is what they, what the winners receive. So, tell me a little bit more about this passion that you have. You mentioned you actually went to culinary school, yes. and you're always baking. So, tell me about how that passion got started, and then how you brought it here to TMI. I actually, it's a great story. Mm-hmm. My neighbor, um, she actually. Uh, got my got me into baking. She invited me mm-hmm. over for dinner, and she said, "Do you want to help me Were make you young at the time dinner?" Yes, time? I was actually in seventh grade. Um, and uh, she said, "Well, can you help me make some bisquick mm-hmm. biscuits?" And I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure." And I was excited. And then mm-hmm. she handed me a cup and the box of bisquick, and I stood there for maybe a good 10 minutes. It felt like forever, just sweating. I was like, I have no idea what to do. I had no idea what a cup was. Uh And, uh, you know, she showed me and she was so patient with me. And when it came out of the oven, the smell was just overwhelming. And I was like, wow, I made this. And Mm -hmm. so I ran home and I tried to make a a batch of cookies, which turned out like burnt pancakes. And (laughs) and, um, I just- Did you have a recipe you followed? I did, I just made- pull everything out of the cupboard? I just pulled everything out of the cupboard. And I was like, I think there's water in cookies and I think there's flour in cookies. And that's when I started creating and it never stopped after that. I was just, I loved being in the kitchen and I'm sure my mom got super, super, you know, annoyed with me because I was always in there. That's my passion, and I always tell this to seventh graders or, you know, all mm-hmm. students that I work with. Um, you know, you never know when that passion's going to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I brought it to TMI. Um, it's awesome that TMI lets me, you know, st- start baking club and, you know, mm-hmm. do the crazy things that I do here. <laughs> um, I absolutely appreciate TMI for it. Um, and so we started baking club because... Uh, we needed we needed ways to uh, number one help outdoors education mm-hmm. with uh, doing the projects and mm-hmm. so um, so was it an idea that you had that you could create this club that would feed in and support the outdoor education? Yes, it was actually an idea. Um, seventh graders came up to me and said, well, why don't we start a baking club? Because mm-hmm. they heard all my baking stories. And, mm-hmm. and so that's how we started it. And their number one goal was to help fund projects for the outdoors education program. And that's how Baking Club ties into the outdoors education program. Yeah. So they'll have bake sales. Mm-hmm. and um, But now it's also turned into, now we are um, helping out the fine arts program. So mm-hmm. they'll do um, free treats 
uh, at the concerts, um, mm-hmm. and they'll do them at the art shows, and they'll do them also at the upper school plays. Um, and Basically hosting the receptions. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so Baking Club absolutely loves doing it, and um, we are now open to not only middle school mm-hmm. can join, but also high school can join. That's so fantastic. they can learn not only science, baking, mm-hmm. decorating, they can learn you know a lot of life skills, a lot of life skills. Now, have some of your middle schoolers that started with you, did they advance into the upper school? And Absolutely. so that's why that's... <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I'm actually opening it up, or why we decided yeah. to open it up, yes. And so we're seeing them in high school now, and it, though I miss them terribly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what type of treats do you usually bake or teach them in the baking club? Um, this year, that's a really great question. This year, mm-hmm. we'll actually be doing um, some chocolate work. We'll be mm-hmm. working with some ganache. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely teach them cake balls because that's very popular. Uh, we do a lot of Rice Krispie treats or Fruity mm-hmm. Pebble treats. Uh, we work with a lot of fondant. Oh, we work well, with That's um, tricky, isn't it? It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Fondant is trickly, tricky. We also work with um, uh, royal icing. We mm-hmm. do a lot of piping work and so uh, just using a lot of your hands yeah and it's open to boys and girls yes. right a lot of actually there are quite a few boys in, mm-hmm. in baking club yes um, and uh, I get a lot of questions can we eat whatever we make I usually say not really because we <laughs> give away what we make you can always try it but uh, never do we ever consume everything that we make <laughs> and do you give it out to just the different do you bake the big baking process before some of those events, like for the fine arts or the different activity on on campus, or do you find different places to take the treats too? So we'll have parent volunteers. Mm -hmm. Um, I do always encourage parents to come help me out with Baking Club, um, and they will actually bake, um, you know, a lot of cupcakes or Mm -hmm. a lot of cake balls, and then we'll decorate them Mm -hmm. during our big events or a little bit before our big events. Baking in the classroom, we're, we're not there yet. <laughs> maybe maybe the school will give me um, some big ovens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a big old room of commercial right, ovens. Right. And <laughs> but all of that is uh, baked before, and then we'll concentrate okay. on decorating in oh. the classroom, yes. What are the students' favorite projects? Has there been one project or treat that that they love that stood out above the rest? They love doing cake balls. Do they? they love, I don't know what it is, but the cake balls and also making, um, we made fruit, fruity pebble treats last year mm-hmm. on a whim. And I would say those are by far their favorite, favorite things. It's just mm-hmm. so colorful and tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also had created that in the classroom. So, <laughs> oh, How wonderful. Yes. Well, before we finish, I have some fun, some final questions to ask you about teaching and to just get a little more insight into what drives you. So are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you have any new classroom plans to share for this coming year? I hear you have a petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so in my classroom, it has kind of turned into a petting zoo. I love having students touch um, animals and get to take care of them. The seventh graders and 12th graders are responsible of taking care of all the animals in the classroom. We have um, actually a retired show bunny. Her name is Artemis. And she has become quite the favorite. Um, Now what makes her a show bunny? She used to show. So Uh she used to be in shows. She actually has a tattoo still in her ear of Mm -hmm. um, her show uh, ID um, wow. letters and is that kind of like a dog show yes but it's for bunnies yes it is it is yes and I now, didn't know they had those <laughs> <laughs> we learn something new every day how did we get her um actually uh, she was given to the school mm-hmm. um last year um 
it, there is a, a lady who has a connection with TMI. Somehow mm-hmm. she reached out to me and mm-hmm. she said, uh, we're looking for a retirement home. Uh, what better retirement home than Aww. a classroom? And so she has a great home. She's very spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, she's about six years old now. And mm-hmm. so uh, I guess she can't show anymore. Um, and so, but uh, she's very, very loved and very cuddly oh, with nice. the students. We let her roam around the classroom mm-hmm. um, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also have, um, you know, Cinco, our box turtle. We have uh, leopard mm-hmm. geckos. We have two koi fish. We have baby oh, wow. koi fish. Did um, you find those on campus? We we did not. <laughs> those were actually donated as well. Those were donated. And uh, we also have a, a donated hedgehog, oh, wow. a rescued hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Um, she has one eye, but great, great learning oh. tool for the students. Yeah. My dog has one eye. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. See, it's, you know, it's, it's actually more common than we think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and we have a ton of fish in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And of course, all of our injured chickens always stay in the classroom. Oh. So, <laughs> Are there any animals you're looking for to add to this? classroom petting think, zoo mix. I think my hands are full <laughs> right now. I know more will be added uh, eventually. Um, there will be baby chicks in the spring, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think we're good on our uh, classroom pets right now. <laughs> <laughs> How many baby chickens do you try to hatch every year? We try to do at least eight to ten chicks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's enough for the students uh, to, you know, get a get a good feel for during class. I do let the students hold animals during class mm-hmm. if they are awesome. So if they're well-behaved and have all their ter- work turned mm-hmm. in, um, <laughs> they do get the opportunity to hold the animals while I'm lecturing or, you know, mm-hmm. while we're doing a sitting-down activity. And so... Um, do the upper school students look forward to that just as much as the middle school students? Yes, I actually have... Um, <laughs> Maybe more so the high school students get more excited about the animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, high school students will come in before uh, school, during flex, and after mm-hmm. school to hold the animals. So Some of the um, faculty do, too, as well, yes, right? Yes, we have a lot of faculty <laughs> as well, so they're very loved pets. Good, good. <laughs> yes. Well, what motivates you and inspires you to teach? I want to say um, I want students to reach that point of where they can find a passion, mm-hmm. um, whether it's with you know working with their hands or in their studies. Um, to me, when I found that, you know that that point where I was like, man, I love baking. I mm-hmm. love animals. It was just truly, truly my way of you know learning more and more. And I want students to reach that point, and they can here. Um, and it's just. I think that's what inspires me to teach. I think, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I could have more students reach that, you know, it's just, it's, and whenever they have that aha moment, Mm -hmm. I love seeing that aha moment. And and, uh, that's what I totally, you know, my goal every day is just, well, what if one student reaches Mm -hmm. that aha moment? So it's, it's awesome to see. That's exciting. It is awesome. Yes. Well, and I think you may have touched on this a little bit earlier, but I wanted to ask you, what's the strangest teaching moment you've had here at TMI? I think I think when we had our goats escape, I was quite shocked because mm-hmm. I wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting it. Um, you know, we had uh, surveyed the entire area. We were like, well, where are these goats <laughs> just escaping from? And we learned that goats can escape from a really tiny hole. How small? It was, you know, maybe seven inches wow. in and the gate. It was a big goat. It was, she was that actually, I saw walking. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so goats are very sly, and and I could they're like I guess octopus. Uh, you know, they can just fit through wow. small holes, and so um, that was fun. Uh, and uh, having to recapture them a couple times was um, 
you know, a great workout. Uh-huh. <laughs> are <laughs> they the fast? Summer heat. They, they, they are fast. One of our goats is very fast. The other one, uh-huh. since she's pregnant, uh, she's very slow. Okay. So she was easy to catch. And they jump. They <laughs> and they jump d- pretty high, right? Yes. They can um, jump over one of our fences. And so we actually oh. elevated one of the fences to be a little bit higher. So oh, wow. That was very fun this summer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're the only faculty on campus with a story like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Goats at school. Goats at school. Yes. <laughs> So what's something that most people don't know about you? I would say, um, you know, I actually have traveled to a lot of places Mm -hmm. um, and traveling is one of my passions. I absolutely love traveling, even though traveling is majority of the time stressful. Um, I've been to a lot of, you know, uh, uh, countries abroad and I actually studied abroad in England and I absolutely loved it. What did you study Um, over there? I just took uh, some uh, mm-hmm. courses. I, t- I did photography, I did um, British history, mm-hmm. um, and I did British literature. And uh, I fell in love. I, um, you know, stayed in this very prehistoric, uh, it almost looked like a castle. And it was in Cambridge, England. And right next to our dormitory was a bakery. And I could smell the smells every day. And they <laughs> made fresh fudge. Um, and I absolutely love that experience. And um, I have visited Central America. Um, and, uh, that was, that was all done by one backpack. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just love traveling. It's, That's wonderful. Yes. Well, we are very lucky to have you here at TMI oh. and this has been a lot of fun. So I've thank you. Enjoyed it thoroughly. Good, good. Yes. <laughs> oh. You are just, thank you for coming out and taking the time to visit with me and giving us a chance to get to know you more. Um, you just, you're everywhere on this campus. Oh. You're leaving your mark everywhere. And we really appreciate that. Well, thank you, Stephanie, for having me. And thank you for everything that you do. (laughs) Well, be sure to join us for next week for a special episode. We'll be featuring the audio from Father Scott's annual Headmaster's Social and State of the School address for our next PadreCast. Thank you for listening to TMI's PantherCast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas, so leave us a comment, email, or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.